POC porn stars. Uh, the, the dude, ah, oh, it's it's really good, uh, and I'm happy he's back. Give it up for Satoyo. Hey, so happy to be here. And yes, I know a lot about porn, like too much, some would say, and I'm okay with it. I'm, no I'm proud. Yeah, it's knowledge. Yes. I like heard about that game. I wasn't on that episode and I just I heard about it from multiple sources afterwards. It was like wonderkind. Yeah, I was knocking <laughs> them. I was knocking them over. It was like I was the most out impressive here. part was like I was, you know, you, I don't get to build these games, right? I the games are Timory's job, typically. So on the off chance that like she she's otherwise indisposed and then I have to make the game, like I'm not used to this stuff. So like I was trying to like make the early ones easy and make the late ones hard and get all the things right. And this dude just showed up as if he helped me put the thing together. Like it was just like, yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. Yes. 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 Yeah. I was uh I I have done comedy nationally and was doing it as a career before our president showed us he didn't believe in science. And I think that 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 game show was one of my proudest moments. I was like, y'all don't I was like, y'all don't know, y'all don't know. Uh-uh. First, I mean, sometimes first. you just don't you don't know that the knowledge that you've accrued one exists and two yeah. will come in handy. Yeah, I thought this was just me respecting talented performers. I was like, I get to play a game and I know these people. Oh, y'all finish. It's over. It's over. Oh yeah. That reminds me of the time that I was at a quizzo and one of the rounds was name that celebrity sex tape based just entirely on one still from it. I've been preparing my whole life. 
Yep. You feel powerful. <laughs> like honestly, you just tell everybody, y'all gonna need to back up because I'm about to I'm about to get busy out here. Exactly. They look everyone, at you. Is, does anyone need to use the bathroom? <laughs> yep. Because now is the time. Motherfuckers was looking at me like I was Obi Wan. I just had the force. I was like, you know, you move <laughs> separating. Again, one of my most proudest moments. Thank you. It was a good time. We'll see how it goes this time. It's a different game this time. So uh, let's get to our first regular segment. The fucking, the fucking news. news. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's where we cover news that's about fucking. About fucking All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so our first story has to do with how the porn industry has been affected by the pandemic. And uh, for the most part, a lot of it's actually really good because performers are being able to make content on their own. Um, For the last several years anyway, uh, porn production had been sort of like on the decline in terms of popularity and how much money it was making. And there was a lot more interest and investment in cam modeling and like bespoke and, you know, particular concept made by creators. Um, and this, this has made that really salient that people can not only make their own work and profit directly from it without giving a company a cut, but you can set your own standards in terms of like your safety conditions uh, and taking care of a lot of the, like, the serious issues of workplace safety and respect that the porn industry is known for not always handling really well. So, yeah, yeah good stuff. It's, it's pretty awesome. I, I find it very funny that it's like, um, you know, they were like, well, performers seem to be fine. It's the non-performing producers mm-hmm. that are having an issue. And then when you talk to the performers, it's like, yeah, turns out all those people are scumbags. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We didn't like them. They made our lives harder and also dangerous. Mm-hmm. And um, now they can't. Like, <laughs> right. Right. The one yeah. thing about the president taking away society is that the society that I was a part of had a lot of uh, ne'er do wells. And yeah. because we were in porn and essentially. Uh, thrown away thought-wise by society uh, no one was really there to cape for anyone yeah so. yeah any anything that kind of gets rid of, of the predatory behavior of these industries i'm all for because i think while in the you know of course you know the the predatory nature of this and the the systemic racism that was also infecting the porn community it's it's now one of these things where you get to see performers that you like and that you follow create content that you know they feel completely okay with or as close to completely okay with as possible and you get to then give to them directly and to me this is an improvement i mean when i look at the porn industry they've had a number of trailblazers which has been very important you know you have your nina hartley's you have your sean michaels from you know you know both a feminist perspective and, and a black male performer perspective it's great to have those trailblazers uh but it's like I would like it if we did, if they didn't have to do that shit again, if there didn't have to be another wave, because that means the problem is not actually being ad- addressed and resolved. And through this, it's like, yeah, man, it's now they get to have more control over what they're doing as opposed to being a part of a, an industry that has let people who have infected other performers with the HIV virus still get to make a living in said industry. And I'm talking about Mark Wallace, he's a piece of shit. So it's like, that that's that is that that side of their industry just shouldn't be trusted so far as i see it from what i see 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree with the fact that um, we're seeing I mean, we're seeing racism in all aspects of society, right? We're really shining a light on racism in all aspects of society, and porn is experiencing the exact same oppressions that mainstream media is experiencing in hiring, in casting, who's behind the camera, who's writing, whose voices are being heard. Um, so instead of it being viewed as a niche market. Um, which, you know, there are still folks that are going to search for BBW. There are also tons of folks that are looking for two naked bodies that are flopping around, right? And so at the end of the day, having um, individually cultivated content, creating that control, bringing that control back to the individual is opening up so much more to the porn community as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's been and that's actually been the trend for a number of years as the internet has proliferated as people have gotten high speed connections it's become a lot easier to get that well one the one on one thing from you know cam modeling and then also very much uh, porn tailored for you that you pay a premium for where it's like I will say your name I will be referring to the things that you like um mm -hmm which is cool and like it's given the power to the performers and I I just love the fact that like yeah the performers are like I don't have to go back yeah. but but I bet you they will if it's a company that's good if it's a director that's reputable if it's a safe environment if it, and they'll have even more agency to speak on their own behalf because they can walk away and go back to the thing that was making them money I've uh, found it interesting the number of performers who in the last few years are monogamous and it'll be like a couple that makes all their content together and i think like when i was growing up my idea of porn was like that doesn't even make any sense but now <laughs> it's kind of like well first of all in this particular climate is going to be the safest option for for people if until we have a vaccine yeah that's um, like growing your own food right <laughs> <laughs> but it's also you know it's it's uh it's it, there's a growing market for the idea of like my porn isn't just for seeing you know hard objects go into wet space you know it's there's also a desire for it to seem like intimate and like that I'm getting a close-up look of your very real life so that that has clearly a market and a lot of the cam models I know and and the people who've been making content for a while uh, have also been saying that like the emphasis has been less on the sex acts and more on the like the girlfriend experience and more on the like spending time and attention, which for them actually is kind of frustrating because it's more work <laughs> than yeah. just like masturbating on camera. Uh, but for those who feel more comfortable with that kind of work, there's definitely a market for it. Yeah. And I mean, they get to set the prices. Right. Yeah. We're also seeing an uptick in like peer to peer mentorship. So like paid peer-to-peer -peer mentorship. So like new performers are able to connect with folks that have been in this industry for years in a way that wasn't accessible. And I think that because, especially because of COVID, folks have to get really creative with their hustle. And so that means, you know, you may exhaust your viewership with hardcore content and having that peer-to-peer -peer mentorship that you can get paid for, which we always should have been being paid for all along, um, is, I mean, it again, it opens up a whole new world of opportunities and it's it's really exciting, I think, for, for performers specifically. I'm, I'm just happy that 
you motherfuckers gonna have to learn these performers' names, dog. You got to. Yeah. You're gonna, yeah. you're gonna have to learn their names. And that I think to that end, which I always found to be the easiest thing to do. It's like if I'm actually liking this and and taking this in, I, I want to see that person again. Who are they? <laughs> like it's, right. it's a simple basic thing. And it does make me think, man, you know, because I know people that have, you know, Daryl and I have talked to no performers. I know some performers, some who are retired. And it's like, damn, it would have been nice if you would have had this 10, 12 years ago when you were involved in this. Because honestly, like, it might have kept you in it and you might have had a better experience uh, while doing it. You know, like, you don't, you don't have to work with James Dean. You don't have to, like, exactly. You don't, you don't have to work with the Predator. And it's like, it's, it's, it's one of these things now that you're seeing that in these spaces, which to me, when you watch the act of, of, of sex and whatever, you want that person to be in a situation where they feel as comfortable as they possibly can with a person that they, they have affection towards in that way, even if it's just on a perfor- performance level. You want that. And now you go have that and you got to learn their names. I love it. Yeah, I, I, one of the things that I like about porn is the idea that the person on the screens or the people on the screen are having fun doing the thing that they're doing. Mm-hmm. That like when they have to yell cut, it's like, um, I just need a little bit of water. And then like, cool. Yeah. And it's like, all right, let's get back to it. Yeah. Um, you know, and especially, <laughs> uh, not to talk too much about myself, but especially when it comes to some of the acts these people do it sucks to watch that, witness it, and then find out later that they were under duress. Mm-hmm. Like that just completely, it's like, oh my, no, oh no. You know what I mean? Like I already feel bad enough for not paying for it. But then to find <laughs> out they didn't like it. Oh my goodness. Pay for your yep. But that's not even a, a porn specific problem. I think about like Last oh, yeah. Tango in Paris and the fact that that is like memorialized assault. And yeah. that the people involved in creating it like never faced any consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, so like this is this is also goes back to we've been talking about like intimacy coordinators for love scenes for like mm-hmm. mainstream movies too. Mm-hmm. And this is this is just a thing that was like, why did we not do this before? It's so simple. Like you choreograph fight scenes. Why wouldn't you choreograph this? Because it has just as much possibility of going. Well, like wrong. <laughs> really wrong, yeah. Like you yeah. can interest someone in yeah. a, a lot more ways if you yeah. don't practice this stuff. But you know, it's America, I, and I, I think it's 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 very um, necessary to uh, show that or explain that, like the reason why these people were allowed to be in these positions of power on top of you know systematic oppression or whatever is that, you know, on the whole, America doesn't care about sex workers. And when you don't care about them, you don't care about who's around them. You don't care when they actually say, like, this is bad. You know, it, there is, it's sad, but there is a, definitely a, an air of, well, don't play in traffic if you don't want to get hit. Like, it's like, you deserve bad things happening to you because you've made a choice that while I am making sure it's a billion dollar industry, mm-hmm. I can sit at home and say is morally wrong. And, yeah, yeah. You know. is, is, isn't that wild? What an inhumane thought process, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you are going to give me pleasure and I am going to hate you at the core. And I'm going to believe that you should not have rights 
I'm going to believe that you are not a person. Meanwhile, I will lust after you in a way that is unhealthy and many times vicious and violent. Like, but I, but I need you, but I want you to, but if you die, it's your fault. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a crazy, crazy concept. It's like, nah, these people are providing a service that's helping you out immensely so long as you are, you know, handling it uh, properly. But respect them because you, what, you don't want them to do it? You don't want this service available to you no more? Because when you do shit like this, when you actively hate against these people and try to make their lives harder, it's like, yo, you are sitting here contradicting yourself. But again, yes, America, and you know, we we generally just hate sex workers. We hate a lot of people actually. I think we're among the most hateful, probably the most hateful country, really. I mean, we we spend a lot of money on uh, shooting at people, so man, if we do there's that, there's got to be a little bit of hate behind that, dog. Son, you know. woo, yes, the hate in our hearts. The foundation of America is, uh, you know, oppression, shooting, uh, pillaging. Um. <laughs> but God forbid you put taxes on tea. Uh-huh. Hey, that's where stand we draw for the something. Line. We got we have to have principles here. America, America got that personality disorder. Me it's- and this three fix of a person over here yep. do not <laughs> accept <laughs> this tariff. Yeah, we are free people. Uh huh. And you don't believe us? Oh. But there's Indians. <laughs> and which and- is so interesting. How much tax money would they be making if they would legalize all sex work? Man, they'd be rolling in money. It's you know, either you want capitalism to work for you or against you. They need to get it together. I just, you know. Hey, I mean, we obviously, this country doesn't want to survive. So, you know. It wants some it, people to survive. Well, really yeah. wants to be canceled. Canceled so hard. Just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be, I'd be so fast to cancel capitalism. But, you know, um, if I say that two more times, someone's going to knock on my door. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, on that note, uh, and in the interest of time, are you ready to go to our next story? Yes, please. Yay! This one's sad. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, the quarantine, right? We're all theoretically separated from people. And if you happen to live with someone with whom you like having sex, uh, maybe you've still been getting regular sex, but for a lot of people who don't live with a person with whom they like to have sex. That's not been the case. And uh, it is having serious consequences for the mental and physical health of this country. (laughs) People are also taking risks because, uh, you know, this is not a binary thing where there's zero risk and then there's tons of risk, there's gradations of risk. And uh, we need to acknowledge that the need for wanted touch is a real need. And the way that I usually put it is like, we need oxygen more frequently than we need water, but it doesn't make water not a need. It just means our doses are different. And we have lots of evidence that human beings do better, are healthier, heal faster, uh, if they get regular ones to touch and we have immune problems and depression and anxiety when we aren't getting those needs met. So how's everybody feeling? Hey. <laughs> oh, that was, that was that real shit. I remember the first three months of, I mean, you know, I'm pretty used to being by myself and, and being alone. So, you know, there was that part of me, it was like, you was an only child and your mom worked third shift. You was alone a lot as a kid. So I was like, welcome to my world. This, this, this old hat for me, I'm, I'm, I'm Batman. I live in the cave. And I was, I was good with it, you know, and it still am. It's a necessary thing to do, but it, it wasn't lost on me that after about like 45 days, I was like, this is unhealthy and I need 
I need to be touched and touched. I need to be touched. I need to be touching a person because it is an actual, I was like, oh my God, we are people. We need this thing. Like we actively need each other. We need that aspect. And uh, it, yeah, it was, it became a thing where, at least for me, I just found myself to be incredibly grumpy and short with, uh, with situations. So if I had to do like a Zoom comedy show or whatever, I would fulfill my obligations. I'd, I'd give them hell and give them everything that I could. But when my part was done, I always made sure that I could leave. I just needed to get, I just needed to get off it because I was actively seeing people that I could not interact with. And it was starting to mess with me emotionally and I knew it was messing with me emotionally, but I also knew I couldn't keep on looking at, at them. Like I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. So I had to actually detach myself, but that actually created another problem because then you're detaching yourself. You know what I'm saying? So you're just in that sort of vicious cycle. So it started to hit me just like, yo, I'm a, I just started saying less. Like I would just, I remember there was like a week long period where I just didn't turn on the lights. I didn't need to, the sun was out, but I was like, nah, we live in the darkness now, dog. You know, it's like, it, it is like, yo, this isn't, this isn't healthy. And then it, I know from some of my friends, now they have anxieties about leaving the house. You know, like it's creating a lot of issues that now people who didn't have those anxieties now have those anxieties. You know, we fucked up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when the when the president takes away society. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah, but I'll let me never not you, refer let to me it that you, way. Let, let me tell you this though. Woo! When I finally was it, woo! When you come <laughs> you, you, you mean with another person or Yeah, just in boy, general? I tell you what, we're going huh? Shit. <laughs> you gonna want you gonna want to sit in it. You say, let's do it again. <laughs> Just like what you would already suggest, but you'd be like, no, we got, you, you know what I'm saying? We need Before this. you even start the first one, you'd be like, all right, yep. cool. You, you're good for three, right? Good for three of these, right? I've been doing good. crunches. Right, my cool. core, we my can core start. back to normal, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I just got to burn one real fast. Yeah. The second one's going to be better, I promise. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it, uh, skin hunger and, Touch starvation are the ter the new terms. I, uh, skin hunger, I knew. Touch starvation, I learned. Um, but yeah, it, it it makes total and complete sense. Like we're all sacrificing a lot by isolating and self, you know, staying uh, sheltering in place. But the long term effects of this, because uh, like I mean, I I'm living with my wife, so I'm not completely devoid of touch, you know. But like imagine the person who you know like they it, like the article reference was like if someone was poly but they just didn't live with their partners that's a person who's accustomed to a lot of intimacy a lot of social you know touch and 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 interactions with a variety of people for a variety of needs and then that all just gets stopped and you just have to zoom with them yeah ah man yeah, it's interesting. COVID has really reminded me of um, back in the day, we used to call it lesbian bed death. Um, and uh, so I may have experienced that in my 20s a little bit when I still called myself a lesbian and not queer. Um, and it's really interesting. So, so sort of COVID coupled with that push-pull of like trying to jump back in and to double dutch uh, of the anxiety. And so like the longer you go without intimacy, the harder and harder it gets to jump back into it. And it sort of breeds this 
like insecurity and am I still a sexual person? I mean, this may be coming from the perspective of someone who was raised as a woman. And so um, like sexuality is not something that is consistently uh, validated around me and then being isolated on top of it. So it's like, am I, am I allowed to be a sexual person even after the vaccine? What does this mean in uh, like the new post, well, we're not even post COVID, in the COVID world. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but I'm ready for those ropes, honey, let's jump, like. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it does become that thing, right? Like where it's like, every time I get on Zoom, for instance, with this, it's like, yo, if I were seeing these people right here, uh, like if, if in the old world, if we were doing this show, I'd go up and hug Tim Marie because I don't get to see her all the time. That would feel good. I'd hug the shit out of Daryl Charles. Like, yeah, he, makes, like, he made that happen no matter what. I, I'd be like, aggressively uh, hugging this man. Okay? You don't say no. I want you to know this. Oh, I'll never say no. He no. didn't say no. And even like getting, if I get to know Ashley, that may result in a hug or a handshake at the end of the show. It's like, so when I see these people, that's the first thing that I'm like, oh, man, so that's what I would have done in the old world. Yeah. The last, <laughs> world. The last, uh, quote unquote, the last acquaintance hug that I had pre all of the, you know, society removal was uh, at BPF. It was Nick Cupsey. He, yeah, Cupsey. he was like, hey, um, you know, I know we're not supposed to touch, but I'm going to hug you. I was like, man, bring it in. And then that yeah. was it. And then I went oh, home and I locked the doors. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't even think about it at that point. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah, didn't think about it. I think I saw Nick on another show and we were just like, hey, you're the last person I hugged. And we was just like, oh, isn't that sad? And then, you know. I had a, a dear friend have a birthday recently. And in order to um, facilitate a little bit of, of this uh, human touch in, in a safe way. Uh, her wife was creating a, like basically a glory hole for hugging. So it's like a shower curtain mm -hmm. <laughs> so you can hug each other and not be in the same yeah. air and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know? The, um, the old, what is that? Is that Mormons or Scientology? Who has the. <laughs> oh, this is, I think that's, I might be both of them actually. Is it? I believe is that is a, a misconception about certain factions of Judaism, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I sure. don't think that that's a common practice. <laughs> it's not a common practice. I was completely wrong. Yeah. However. But, but that said, the New York uh, Health Department has, we bring this up on every show, said glory holes are a way to mitigate risk so you don't have face-to-face -face interaction. Boom. As an A-club person, I feel left out. I, I feel left out of this entire glory hole experience, and we need something. I mean, a, a Patty's patio or something. I, I think you could still do, basically, like, like what I envision is, like, the opposite of a dental dam. Mm. Yes. You know, so like you are sitting, not you, whoever, <laughs> not, to, not to volunteer you for that. But yeah, let's say a person with a Volvo wants to be a part of this. They can sit on a chair, right? And we could put up a put up your your Zoom green screen, cut a space in it, and then there's just that space. That sounds good. Um, yeah. you, know? and you apply genitals to the space, and you space yeah. dot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to do this. I mean, we're talking about something that is going to have to happen. We, you know, it's not going. It's not getting better. 
<laughs> so it's like it's go we gonna have to find more creative ways to interact with because it does it really to me a lot of this is kind of shown uh it's forced everyone to put priority in terms of like now people got to have like a bubble you know or a pod you know like of people it's like now it's like damn man like you could be the homie for real for real love you to death but you outside the pod oh, oh. man we got, it doesn't mean that i don't love you you just didn't and i'm not in your pod like my mom was like you can't come home like i was like maybe i should come home for a week and see you and she was like if you come home for a week, you can need to be by yourself for two weeks before you come see me. And I was like, Mama, it's me. And she's like, yeah, I miss you tremendously, but I got this little boy and your cousin here now. And they're in my pod. And you could fuck that up. And then I'm like, you know what? You're right. I'm jealous, but you're right. I ain't in the pod. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping that there's much like with the HIV crisis, post-HIV, um, like the, the heat of the HIV crisis, there was a, a really big surge in communication, in communication about status, in talking about um, all different kinds of STIs. And I'm hoping that COVID, I don't have much experience in the HEC community, um, but I'm hoping that all y'all folks will get it together and um, realize that like, it's real easy to spread shit around. So. Uh, like, you know, in the same way that, like, my mask protects you and your mask protects me, um, and, and we in the queer community learn that with condoms, um, I'm really hoping that broader society can figure out that communication is sort of the key to all of this. It's going to be the key to hookup culture, it's going to be the key to long-term relationships, monogamous, poly relationships, all of it. And I, I'm concerned <laughs> because straight folks don't have a great history um <clears throat> in wanting to believe science uh but, <laughs> right um but here's cheers to hoping that it kind of gets people together and gets the conversation started yeah this is gonna force us to be more honest i think in order for this to fully take hold quite frankly we gonna need a president that actually believes in science so, so in november don't fuck up because uh hey, we can't look, go on look, like this <laughs> this is on y'all i know we preach to the choir a lot yeah but i don't even trust the choir yeah so y'all gonna have to this is dead serious right, yeah anyway. if yeah. i hear one more person with a protest ballot ballot i'm gonna lose my entire mind like protest protest in the streets don't protest with your ballots like mm -hmm. who you protest mm -hmm. with them bad motherfuckers. You helped get us here in the first place. Don't exactly. do it again. I mean, exactly. no, I, you can. Yeah, I, I, I understand when, when it's I protest. I protest with my ballot all of the time when it has to do with local elections. Exactly. I go outside of uh, sure. party affiliations. I'm really just looking for the people who I like what they say, or I just like that they don't say what everyone else is. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. I do that, you know, like, oh man, <clears throat> this person's completely out the box and I don't like these other people, you know, I am. And so, yeah, but then when it comes to the big ones, it's like, you know, the system is rigged. Yeah. We can't not say it is, but when it comes to the big important ones, all of that, all of the work that goes, these people have been working for this stuff on this stuff for years and you can't change that in one vote. These these things that are changing, the things that you want to change, these people have worked their entire careers to keep the same. So this you is, have to I put mean, a little more work than one day or one vote. This is why I would support, I mean, 
I am pretty stuck in like what party I have to vote for for obvious reasons. But like, I would support somebody who just said like, let's do rank choice voting. Like that Man. alone, I would be like about it for, because then we would no longer be stuck in this. And I think a perfect example, and it, I just love that you pay attention to like local politics, Daryl, cause like that's where just stuff, we have a, a measure of control. Yep. And Philly's been experiencing unprecedented amount of speaking up and people Facts. protesting and making very clear what their wishes are. Yep. And then the city council met up and one person, Kendra Brooks, one person voted against the budget and was like, you can't give the police all this money. There yep. were two people voted no for other reasons. But after all of this, we've made it super clear. We made it super clear how we feel and nothing. They don't take even a dime out of the bloated PPD budget. So yeah. like, and like when that happens, you need to contact those people and let them know that like, I've never cared about you before, but now my job is to make sure you have to go get one. Exactly. You got to care about this. I mean, I mean, case in point, I say this to people all the time, the president, your president doesn't believe in science and now you can't hug your loved ones. So, but, you know, <laughs> like, like literally, uh, <laughs> right. That demon got into office and then cut the, 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 the programs that their sole job is to look for this shit, a pandemic, is to monitor this shit. That was one of the first fucking things he got rid of. And now you can't cheat on your partner like you normally do because the <laughs> motherfucker you supported don't believe in science. How do you feel now? How do you feel? Oh yeah, how's Ashley Madison doing? Anybody know? You know, the, the, they gotta go under. You ruined the whole business model. I bet you they voted for him. You can't, you can't, you got to be honest now because this president that you supported. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they, they, it also you know, didn't help. They, they had a huge data breach. <laughs> yeah, right? That's uh, right. Know by their... Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, you know, there are hackers and there are people who do stuff. This is completely tangential. But like there are hackers and there are bad actors. They call them black hat hackers. And that's, you know, racist. But mm. um, yeah, B but uh <laughs> please don't forget that a lot of these hacks happen because the passwords that the people in charge set up are the default ones. It is so, there are so many companies, hopefully that's not the case anymore, but typically when uh, someone is hacked, when they actually are and not just using as a cover for being caught and, and being brought to, to bear for the, you know, given responsibility for their actions, uh, it's usually because, yeah, the, the password is like password or, you know, one, two, three, four, five, or whatever is in the documentation that came with the thing as if these companies don't make PDFs uh -huh. for everybody. Man, see, this is what happens when you don't get to touch. You see? You see how it's <laughs> mad about PDFs? Attention. We talk <laughs> about PDFs now. You don't shake a hand for 90 days, you be ranting about PDFs and science. <laughs> this, is, this is a show about fucking. <laughs> so speaking of, shall we, shall we get back to the fucking in our next regular yeah, segment? That's, yes, let's, let's get to the fucking. Uh, All right. Yeah, it's game time. So it is game time. So what that means is uh, since we've taken the show to weekly, I've been bringing back some classic games. Um, so this one is originally from April of 2016, and that is relevant for a couple reasons. Uh, one, all right, first of all, let me show you what we're playing. We're going to do a little uh. Price is Right. 
that is me as Bob Barker. Yes. <laughs> yep. It is. It is a look. <laughs> we are going to be playing Price is Right for uh, a variety of sex toys. Uh, and because prices are different now in 2020 or 2016, uh, I, I'm curious how y'all want to play with this, but uh, you could you could be aiming for 2020 or you could be aiming for 2016 if you think the price... No, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take it back. Rewind. I'm going to edit <laughs> yeah. this part out. Here's what's going to happen. Um, you're going to guess an amount and then guess whether it's gone up or down since 2016. All right, okay. so you got two oh. possibilities here. All right, so you're going to guess tough. the price within a range and then tell me whether you think it costs more or costs less than it did in 2016. In uh, 2016, so you know, there was a it was a pretty big event that happened in 2016 that uh -huh. affected the price of everything. Of everything. And some of you <laughs> thought that the decision you made was a good one. And look at us now. Especially the price of freedom. Yeah. Uh -huh. But for a lot of those people, it was a good decision. Yeah. They have a lot more money than they do. Than they did. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope they choke on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> mm -hmm. so who would like hope to it's go set on first? fire in front of them? Like the Joker. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Except I want them to be the the dude that's at the top of the pyramid. But you know, that's too far. <laughs> uh, anybody have a preference who would like to go first? I'll go first. All right, so are you ready? This yeah. is our first one. Uh, so again, for the folks who are just listening and can't see, could you also describe what this looks like? Oh, this is a thing. So, so, so fellas, uh, especially you selfish ones, when you can't uh, help your woman come, this is what she uses in spite of you. Um, <laughs> Because you don't want to learn how to be good. It fits for couples. You don't, I, yeah, but you know what? But he don't care. He's selfish. He already got his. I'm talking to that dude. He got his, and now you know, because you're selfish. You don't understand that she's emotionally disconnected from this relationship long ago. And you persist on as you are. So you know this tool. You actually probably leave the room when she uses this. You know? You don't like how it sounds when she's having <laughs> Okay, so, so this the is a tool. Um, so, so I'm sorry. I think I think that <laughs> I think I we know you know who I'm talking to. We know these men. Uh, I think that I think the price of this as uh, man. I think it's so. While you're thinking about it, I'm just going to tell people what this is. Uh, this is the Eva vibe for couples, and it looks kind of like a little bug creature because yeah. it's got a big vibrating body, and then it has. Uh, little arms that can go be tucked in the vulva so it basically will just hold in place against uh, a clitoris uh, which means that if you want to you want to put hard things and wet things you can still do that at the same time so Marie, that was a much nicer and much more thorough description than what I gave mm -hmm. uh, but uh, you know what I'm talking about ladies you know <laughs> you know you, you know what Keith does Keith does nothing you know this about him. you know this no here. All right. How much do you think it costs? Uh, I think okay. Sorry. I think I I man. I'm gonna I'm gonna err on the side of hope here. I I think the price has gone down. And what do you think the price is? What do I think the price is now of this? Yeah. I would, would say uh, maybe ooh anywhere from thirty to forty dollars. Okay. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Okay. 
So the Eva vibe for couples, when I looked it up today, was retailing for a hundred and ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. Crazy. That's fucking yes, which is crazy. A nearly double what it was four years ago. I can't have, see that motherfuckers is dying out here, dog. You go and charge people two hundred dollars. Let them have this. We need this. this to woman, be honest, this when I've tried things like this, it's really not great. So, I've never, yeah. yeah I it's mean, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. It's a lot of work, and like I keep adjusting these things because they're not fitting in the flaps that they uh -huh. have ergonomically designed <laughs> for them to fit in. So, you know, I can only imagine. We my really my ears have a lot less give than labia. Yo, we really don't want women coming out here. We wouldn't up the price. Or like, there's that, bruh. And bruh. do you understand? Like, it's a vibrative for couples. But the intensity of that vibration for a penis haver to feel the vibration, I imagine would just be uncomfortable for everybody. Some people so love these I things. Even, I didn't even think about like folks with penises. Um, I right? really was thinking about couples that are vulva to vulva mm. for this situation, like with no strap or no in inhibitor in between. Yeah. And it looks like it's silicone, and it might be dishwasher uh, safe, which would up the price. So, you know, I mean, but $200 is too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think all that money is in the R&D of the design to make it right. look like a little Apple product. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, once all it right. becomes, uh, once you can make a generic brand of it, they can, uh, you know, still recoup the assets. Uh, who's up next? Ash, you want to go up next? All right. So let the nice people know what this looks like. Woo! Um, okay. So <laughs> this is the Pulse 2 Guybrader, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like a silver Nerf ball was cut in half on wheels, uh, is, is what my view sort of looks like. Um, very Roman if you will. Um, oh, like a chariot. Yeah, I see it. Mm -hmm. uh, like a chariot, a very, very 2020 uh, sexual chariot. Um, so let's see. I am going to say this is, has gone up in price and it is $56. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. All right, so the Pulse 2 Guybrader, made by Hot Octopus, which is the brand. Uh, it's the most powerful male stimulator ever created. It is a multi-award winning oscillating technology. Uh, when I looked it up today on their website, it sold for $99. Wow, you don't want Which is a decrease of $40. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about, you want to talk, see, you see, you see? They, oh, want, they want us to come, bad. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, yo, it's crazy. They, you know, they can't leave the house. These, Oscillating these means people. turning, right? Like a fan? Well, I mean, there's not like a fan blade in there, but so... No, 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 it's not the fan blade turning. It's the, it's the this of the fan. It's the, yeah. It's getting the whole room where you sit next to your cousin and you keep bumping <laughs> into each other because it's hot and grandma don't got no air, air, AC. That's oscillating. So how in the hell does a male stimulator, I mean, you know, I, I like to use I'm guessing it's happening hips. more like this. 
Yeah, Daryl, you got to buy one. You got to like, tell me about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like you should do dollars? some research. Yeah, you just dropped three grand on your cat. It took my career away. <laughs> right, yeah. Mine too. Mine too. Yours was further along than mine, but yeah. Yeah, it is. we used to have careers. And then, and then the president, who doesn't believe in science, said, you don't need that no more. What are you, happy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't have that. Go inside, niggas. And then it was over. <laughs> All right. Daryl, you ready for the next one? Of course. All right. Ah, yes, the yeah. auto blow too. Uh, if you've listened to the show at all, you don't need uh, a visual description of the auto blow too. It's the auto blow too. It is a, <laughs> it's a tube. I think that the reason they call it the auto blow too is because there are two rows of beads that are supposed to like uh, oscillate and go up and down the uh, flashlight like device. Um, it's, to... it's true because this is second gen. Yes, yes, yes. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's a new and improved blowjob machine. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I think that it is priceless. Um, but uh, I've always—I mean, I've always been intrigued by this—the auto blow and the auto blow too. I've always been like, really? I'm not gonna pay for it, but I would love to. The you know this would be the thing where if I hope that one day I walk into a store and they have a a demo version of it <laughs> where you can put a hand <laughs> in it mm-hmm. and just experience what it's like to to take a couple fingers and throw it in there. Um, but I would say 2016 this was probably like 220 bucks. Nowadays, yeah, 180. So, final answer? Yeah, 180. All right, so the Auto Blow 2, and uh, it includes, wait, no, without its discrete storage case uh, and easy grip handles, and includes uh, some, some lube. Um, in, oh. in 2020, when I checked it out today, was $219.96. Oddly close to what you thought it was in 2016. Oh, yeah. Only four cents off. However, in 2016, it was actually 159.95, so it's gone up. Mm. <laughs> it's gone up. Yeah, that's crazy. So they they want it. I guess yeah, things have gone more expensive as the gap between the rich and the poor has widened. Cool. It also cool. makes me wonder how much of these are oil-based products, uh, uh, right? Like how many things are being made from like petroleum, and what's the access to the sources? I didn't even think that they'd be, I didn't even think that was putting petroleum in these sex deals. That's amazing. They put in a lot well, of nonsense. A, mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's a cheap Makes material, sense, it yeah. might be. Yeah, it gives yeah you, I mean, plastic, you need it. Yeah, it gives, gives it gives it the rub. But yeah, they not only do they not want you to go outside, they don't want you to come neither. They want you to hurt yourself. You see this? They want you <laughs> to do something like they, they it's like they're like at this point, they're annoyed. I want you to understand the bourgeoisie. They are annoyed that we actually alive doing this show right now. They said you ain't depressed enough yet. You ain't you ain't finished. You don't want to. Do, we've taken away yo. We make it hard for you to. You can't go outside. You can't. You can't even. You can't get some strange. Ain't no strange for you. <laughs> strange is done. That's finished. Nigga, we made it harder for. We took your jobs, so you can't pay for these toys to make you come hard. And you still here? Fuck wrong with you. Vote right in November. I'm tired of this. 
<laughs> vote correctly. Yeah, vote correctly. Yeah. Vote correctly. I'm sorry, not vote right. Vote correctly. I'm sorry. It's a demon. Vote, vote. I don't want to give you any misconceptions yeah. of what I said. Yeah. Obviously, no. you're easily led. I yeah, exactly. don't. I need to be as specific as humanly possible. Vote, vote correctly, and not for the motherfucker that's currently there now. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Leave the house. All right. <laughs> so are you ready for the next he's one? Toys. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So you each get one more. It is currently tied at whatever. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay, so this is um it's like this looks like some VR shit. So it, it um I can't I'm bad with this description. Basically, since you can never see your loved one again, um, or the person that you was having your little play with. Right, because one of y'all now has an anxiety that you need to go to therapy for, but you can't even see your therapist. You got to call your therapist now. Uh, so this is a tool that's gonna help y'all have to engage in virtual lovemaking. And um, actually, they both look like they're masturbatory tools with TVs right next to them. So I don't know how it works, but basically, since you're afraid to go outside now, this is what you're gonna use to stimulate yourself to the point of orgasm. So this is the uh, the Kiru Onyx and Pearl set for couples. And the reason they have TVs there is this is an example of uh, teledildonics for long distance lovemaking. Um, so word. one of them is made for uh, putting penises in and one is made for being inserted yeah. into vaginas. Yeah. And what is done on one end is felt on the other end is the idea. Pressure um, sensors, so yeah. Yeah. Oh, so this is this is like in Demolition Man. This is like uh, yeah. It's like when they could yeah. It's like the sim. Woo, that this sounds engaging. Yeah, Bluetooth and video chat as part of its facets. Black Mirror. Remember that episode? That Black Mirror episode. I feel like Mm -hmm. get into that. One of the more the the, uh, one of the darker images that stay with me from uh, Black Mirror is when uh, it's the, the the one where they have that, they, they can like play back all the things that they've seen, like, and they, oh, they, you know, cause they have the contacts or whatever. And then they cut to the two of them having sex, but they're both using the things. And so they're like, they're both just staring out into space, just mindlessly humping each other while they play back other things. And I was just like, that is a stark, yep. that is, I don't like yep. that. No, I've done it before, and I don't like it. I don't like seeing it. Um, I don't like the fact that they use technology to make it even easier. Yeah. Um, It's a healthy thing to do, but I don't. This is so. So you can so with these TV screens, if I'm if I'm to understand this correctly, with these TV screens, y'all can watch each other basically Uh go. See, that's it. So guess what, fellas? Your 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 dick pics. No one needs them unless that girl asks for. We doing videos of nothing now. Oh, you got a nut on film, nigga. You ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to be a professional? You ready? You ready now? Because you you think you can handle being a, you want you said I could do porn. You ready, dog? Because we don't lighting, do dick pics no more. If you yeah, if you here for it, if you with that smoke, you ready to come on command? You ready to do it? You about to become a man now? I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's on command. I think it's. That's, <laughs> it's now, nigga, that's your life. So right. so. And, and this, um, so this, this is terrifying. Uh, this tool is there. What I'm seeing is terrifying. Uh, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's not, you know, I didn't like it in Demolition Man. I think that this price, I think it's going up. I say that this is about maybe $300. Is that your final answer? Yes. 
So when I checked it out today, the Hero Onyx and Pearl couple uh, retails for $289. Ah. That's pretty close. Okay. Uh, which is actually a dramatic reduction from $369, what it was in 2016. Nice. That's so it's like fun. when they feel like reducing prices, they do. Because they knew we was about to be stuck in the house. <laughs> they knew in 2016, you. they said it's over. I bet you it's because um, these companies... Uh, uh, I'm making a broad sweeping generalization, but these app these products work with apps. The apps are usually badly written, mm -hmm. so you're gonna end up with real problems in connectivity and maintaining the video features as you try to use the apps that come along with the devices. And those bad reviews would probably probably lead to a reduction in price because they're not going to put more R and D money into it after it's out. Uh, so I've heard. <laughs> Ashley, you ready for yours? I am. Ooh, okay, Miss Olivia. Uh, she is a real doll, too. Uh, her skin type is medium. She has no freckles. And her body type is A, which means very skinny white woman. Um, cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. I definitely went to high school with this person, um, <laughs> this archetype. Uh, so real dolls are hella expensive. Um, she's Louise. She also comes with custom slate eyeshadow contouring, a French manicure, and she is shaved. Mm. So it's hilarious to say shaved. It's not like it's as if, as if she's, uh, from 1999. Actually, she's got a little bit of pink in her hair. She's shaved. Uh, yeah, that Britney Spears energy. Yeah, like a little frosted eyeshadow. Absolutely. Um, I mean, nostalgia definitely makes folks buy things. Uh, I'm gonna say that this is Miss Olivia is. Um, Oh man, $1,000. And do you think Feels it is like more or less? Oh, uh, I'm gonna say more. I'm gonna say more. So uh, when I went and checked today, you could buy Olivia for $6,323.99, which is a reduction from the price in 2016 when she was over $6,800. Whoa. They out here creating Skynet, bruh. And you gonna buy and you gonna buy it, won't you? You gonna fucking buy it. You gonna the buy it. Real you... too. It it probably doesn't have all the connectivity that the newest ones do. Uh, from what I hear. Bro, we out here creating like literally survive pandemic. You're gonna buy this this Britney doll, and then that's gonna be waiting for you. For real, for real. You, you see, y'all don't see y'all don't see. You guys don't understand. You about to spend six thousand dollars. On, on, on this doll that I have to give rights because it's going to gain consciousness and then I have to acknowledge it. it's a living thing because <laughs> I'm a person who is black and I know what it's like to have oppression so I'm not going to oppress this machine that, is, that seeks to dominate us. But you're going to buy it, won't you? You're going to buy this Look, machine with grip hey, control, dog. You finished. We just talked about uh, skin hunger and touch starvation. I could totally see someone buying Olivia for COVID-20. Bro, like, you're not gonna get me again. I swear. <laughs> what's that? What's the what's the fool's name who uh I can see that dude. What's the dude's name who uh runs Tesla? 
Elon Musk. Elon I can see Elon Musk. But I, I hope I hope when he buys one of these one of these one of these dolls that she snaps his neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Okay. This is what happens when you put people in the house. All right. <laughs> you can edit that if you want to. I, I'm here. No, I don't disagree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm here for I'm here for the smoke. I ain't going nowhere. Where am I going? All right, you ready, Daryl, for the last one? Yes. Let's go. Ooh, the Pico Bomb. <laughs> Why do you come up with a name like that? The, oh, the Pico Bomb is probably the name of the company. The company, and then yeah. it is called the Transformer. Oh, yeah. the Transformer. It's a gender-neutral double vibrator. As was seen in the porn parody, Gasp Away. Hmm. Now it has some brand recognition that, that, that ups the price. I <laughs> have to assume that the the vibrating ends are at the end. It it looks like a jump rope. Um, that's what it looks like. It looks like a silicone jump rope. There are two bulbous kind of handles and then a connecting wire, but it's not quite a wire. It's a cord, I guess, to to give you the idea of it's it's a little girthy. Obviously, not as girthy as the handles. Um, it's a double vibrator. There's no kind of flared anything uh, because I imagine you're supposed to use both of the ends. So I don't know. Uh, it's it's for your front parts, I would imagine. Um, hmm. Yeah, it is a gender neutral double vibrator. Yeah. Which I find. I just wonder, does it have one setting? Can you do two different settings? What does it feel like in the middle? It's so many questions. But uh, because it's double, it's for two people. Mm. 120. And do you Final think that answer. that is up or down from previously? Oh, man. Um, let's say up. Let's say up. Final answer? Yeah. OK. So when I looked today, the Pico Bond Transformer was available for $103. Uh, which is down from what it was previously at 129. Oh wow! Mm. So what that means for us is that with uh, the closest guess going to Satoyo, you are a winner. Again? <laughs> <laughs> Do you not see it? <laughs> Undefeated. <Hey. laughs> so for uh, your for your prize, you get to yes. give your uh, your promo first. Where can people find out more about oh, you? Yeah, yeah. Thank, 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 thank you so much. Uh, you guys can check me out on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, my handle is at Sequoia One. That is S E T O I Y O. I post my content. I post stuff. All the things that you've heard me say here, and some, you know, I, you know what, I talk reckless. Uh, I don't even think it's reckless. I just, I think I'm talking, and some of y'all are sensitive to the plight of horror. But I am here regardless. So please, uh, please do follow me, and uh, thank y'all so much for having me. I greatly appreciate. It. Thank you. How about you, Ashley? Uh, yeah, my Instagram is at Coleman underscore all underscore day. Uh, and my Venmo, because we're all struggling in this COVID world, is at 
uh, Ashley-Coleman-1865, like the year of emancipation. Um, yeah, follow me. I'm open for consulting work and talking about anti-racism. Hire this woman to be on your panels and to teach your place how to put together events. If you have a business and you do events, hire Ashley Coleman. <laughs> cool. Um, me? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, please go get my album, uh, Black Gentrifier. It's in stores. You can get it. I tell you every week. Um, you know, go to my website, DarylCharlesComedy.com. You can find out places I am. Uh, you know, find me online every Sunday. Uh, for the past like 14 Sundays, I've been at uh, Sucks to be Quarantined at nine o'clock. It's a fun little uh, open mic that we do on the Zooms. Uh, I am essentially just a heckler. Uh, sometimes I host, but uh, for the most part, I just interrupt people and in a loving way, make them feel bad. So get that. Uh, it, it sucks to be quarantined at, at Fergie's. I think it has its own Facebook page, but you know you can you can find it there, and on the YouTube's, which is where this will be. Sure, sure. Uh, coming up July tenth, we're going to be doing "Get You a Babe," who can do both in collaboration with the National Liberty Museum. So if you want to hear some burlesquers give TED talks, and then do burlesque, this is the show. So we're going to be featuring Shay Olay who is based out of both Baltimore and uh, New York, an incredible typhoon of temptation. Uh, we'll be talking about haptics and touch. And then Elsa Riot, based out of Boston, will be talking about how Dungeons and Dragons makes you a better person. Uh, and I will be talking about social media censorship. Yeah, parties. So you can find your tickets. It's actually an incredibly uh, low price ticket, uh, National Liberty Museum's website. And that's July 10th. And then catch DTF every Friday. <laughs> We're here. We ain't going nowhere. As long as the internet holds up. I've been I've been listening to a Stephen King short story audiobook, and the story that they're on now is about the internet going out and how people are were dealing with it. And I was like, not like this. <laughs> not like this. <laughs> uh, can't deal with that. Like this, I, this, this is internet. a level of horror I yeah. didn't want. Yeah, we can't even do that. It's all we got. This is it. This is it, dog. <laughs> real, for real. <laughs> like, is it, you actually can't take this shit away. They want to take it away. You got to fight. <laughs> well, they want to privatize it. So, yeah, yes. They do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is privatized at this point. They just want to further privatize it. Oh. All right. Ooh. Well, <laughs> Ashley is a toy. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you so much. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and thank you, everybody, for listening and, and uh, checking in every week. We'll see you next time.